Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Jacob Kaufman. I'm running the street, and I'm here today with Adam. Hello. For episode 11 of the Nerd on the Street podcast. Unfortunately, nobody else was good enough to join us this week. Um, as in, nobody else would would join us. I texted Devin and asked. Of course, he didn't respond. Because Devin needs a full 48 hours between sending him a text and receiving a response. And then, um, yeah, nobody else was really interested. But, yeah, how are and you doing, Adam? I'm doing good. I matter. I'm the only good one here. Yeah, do you listen to the podcast on iTunes? Or, like, not just on iTunes. Like, do you ever listen to them, or do you just do them? I've listened to a few. But, I mean, if I'm in them, I, like, I don't always see the point in watching yeah. the entire thing through again. Yeah, you already I know just get freaked is. out. Exactly. Yeah. Well, um, I've got some fun stories from last week. Um, it's actually Monday when we're recording this, because Saturday... I don't know what was going on Saturday... Sunday was Adam's graduation party. Yes. So, congratulations. How does it feel I, I to guess be... you could say that. How does it feel no. to be graduated? It feels pretty nice, though, but then to look at it, I mean, I, I only got, like, what, four hours of school, which is nice, but, I don't know, I think it's going to suck, I bet. What are your plans? You're going to Merrimack through the A-plus program, right? Yeah, hopefully, unless I screw something up. <laughs> Do you know what you're going to, like, major in? Ooh, that's a tough one. May maybe accounting, but I don't know. Like, it's one of those things where, like, you know how when you take a class and you like it a lot because of the teacher more than, like, the yeah. class? I don't know why. Like, I I'm kind of into accounting, but I'm wondering if it's more that factor. It's, like, it's having kind of a thing. I like it, but, oh, well, I don't like it. Eh, who cares? if you want to like bodybuilding or something definitely don't have the same issues with the tech teachers but... <laughs> the same I guess so band camp started last week uh jeez I could tell yeah. a little bit <laughs> it, it was really good weather um I only got a little sunburned which last year do you remember how sunburned I got last year um yeah you're pretty bad <laughs> Yeah, and the year before that was worse than last year by far, and the year, like, my freshman year, I didn't burn at all, but I don't do sunscreen, it's like, it's slimy and icky, and I just don't put it on, so, like, yeah, now that I'm past the initial tanning phase, I'm not gonna get sunburnt again, um, but yeah, Bandcamp started last week, I was hoping Devin could join us so he could tell some stories with me, but... We'll save them for double the fun next time. Oh, no, I can't oh. save them. No, not your uh, stories. Oh, by the way, if I... I meant Devin's uh, stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Devin can tell his separate stories. By the way, I, I should have mentioned right before we started, I might have to pause partway through because I wasn't expecting to do this so late. Uh, uh, all right. But, you know. So, yeah. Um. So, day one of band camp. Last year and all the previous years, as far as I know, they gave you your instrument in like the middle of june right and then they give you the music so you can start practicing that makes a lot of sense all right go on there have been there have been so many changes to the band program this year um for one thing they took a week of band camp away um for upperclassmen and then like i already talked about this the uh, freshmen had two days but like normally everyone would have had to go for a full week so they they shortened band camp by a week 
Now my phone's ringing. Hang on. Uh, this is the most professional podcast ever. Better than the last one. Don't even. You got like uh, ten texts. Oh yeah. Um, especially after Melinda left, she continued texting me. But yeah. Um. So normally, um, we had more band camp, and normally they give us our instruments ahead of time. This year. Um, they actually didn't give us the instruments or the music until the first day of band camp. So nobody had any practice for one thing. I don't understand that makes sense. You know, man, that's just seems like a waste of a few days to me that they could be all prepared and everything already. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't practice anyway. Um, like Donald practices. I don't think anyone else practices, but Donald, but still, at least you, know, you, have, you have to, to keep up appearances. Yeah, <laughs> you have to pretend we uh, um, practice. I mean, it's banned. They, we don't. They don't accept anybody. Yeah, I mean, uh, for honor band, they don't. Um, but yeah. So, uh, d- have I told you the story? I think I've told you. I'm not sure if I've told on the podcast the story about the dented mellophone last year. Oh no, I do not believe you did. Uh, yeah. So last year they gave me last year. Um. My freshman year, the mellophones were all crap, and I got, like, the crappiest one because I was a freshman. Last year, they got four brand-new mellophones, and um, last year, I got demoted from second chair to fourth chair, and they also put me on second part for the marching band show, and that was really, like, an insult to me. And so, um, they, however, they got four mellophones, and I was fourth chair, so I still got one of the new mellophones, so that was good. Um, but they give me one of the new mellophones, and I was actually in summer school during the band registration, so, like, my mom picked it up for me and brought it home, and I opened it up when I got home, and there was, like, it, it wasn't a dent, but it was, like, the top of the bell was bent back a little bit, um, and I, and this was supposed to be, like, brand new, apparently, that was what I'd heard from, like, my section leader. And I assumed that they had given Jacob the dented one on purpose because, like, Jacob's fourth chair. He can deal with the dented one. And I thought it might have been, like, like new or something because up to that point I had never actually seen a new instrument. Like, even when I got my new French horn, it was just like new. Um, So I I was thinking it was like new. Um, And then the first day of band camp um, last year, I made it through marching, like, fundamentals... Like, the first half of the day, just fine. Then we went inside, and when it was the brass's turn to do music fundamentals inside with Mr. Breakfield, the lead band director, um, he pretty quickly, first he switched me out with um, Emma O'Donnell, and she was a freshman last year, and um, she was on first part, and I was on second part, and I didn't figure out that I was on second part. Like, I didn't realize that until then, because they don't, like, write what part you're in. You know, all the uh, just kind of put you in, in your position, I guess. But, like, yeah, so but she would just happen to be sitting on the very end. But, you know, it was most convenient when I had to move down next to the second part people and she had to move up next to the first part people, we just switched. So here I was. Uh, my freshman year, I was second chair in the Wind Symphony, and here I was sitting as last chair in the honor band. And so that, like, really sucked. And then, like, two warm-ups in, Breakfield sees the dent, and he's like, he gives me a look, and basically he tried to accuse me of doing it. <laughs> That's funny, actually. And, no, it wasn't funny for me. Um, tell you what, second year in a row that I 
half cried during the first day of band camp. Um, I did not this year, so that's good. But yeah, last year, no, he like he totally chewed me out in front of the entire brass section. Just, just stop the band. What's that den got there? I mean, he he, I I said it was like that, and he was like, "Oh, bull! I took it out of the bag myself." Um, and I I I went up to him later, and I was like, "Look, I don't know what you think the deal is, but I didn't bend the mellophone." And he 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 um ultimately he ended up giving it back after it got fixed. Um, because you know it would have been a waste of a mellophone to have this brand new mellophone sitting here and not having anyone use it. So he did get it fixed and he uh, gave it back after. Um, but yeah, that really, really pissed me off. Uh, cause my freshman year, they gave me, for some reason, Mr. Breakfield doesn't like my French horn very much. So at the same time as my freshman year, he gave me the crappy mellophone, uh, before they got the new mellophones, he gave me a school French horn, which turned out to be a really good French horn. But when he gave it to me, all of the pipes, like all of the inner piping was completely pretty much underneath the rest of the instrument like it was totally like it was, it was messed oh, up wow. it was twisted the wrong way well i mean they play bad or they end up playing sort of fine no like you try and push the valve down and the entire interior oh. of the instrument bends in what? like it, like the parts of the instrument that were supposed to be connected together weren't connected together why would they even keep it there then like what's the point in having a broken instrument like that i, I brought it to them when when somebody started um, like five months into school and they were like, oh, that was our best horn, wasn't it? I'm like, yeah, it was like that when I opened it. You know, I didn't mess with it during marching season because we don't use French horns during marching season. And again, after they fixed it, they gave it back to me. But like that really. So the mellophone incident was the second time that they had given me a a, a broken instrument and then acted like they didn't know it was broken this year conveniently or actually yeah conveniently for me luckily for me they didn't give anyone their instruments until the first day of band camp um because the band went to hawaii last summer and so most people already had their instruments but i didn't because at the end of the school year i was using my french horn for the graduation stuff because we had to play at graduation um and we use concert instruments for that so i didn't have my marching instrument um so yeah he has i'm using Caitlin, Caitlin Williams's um, mellophone now. She was the senior that graduated last year. And it's also a new mellophone. And I take it out, like, I walk into band camp, I find the, the instrument with my name on it, and I open it up, take it out of the case, and of course, the top is dented again, the top of the bell. <laughs> Someone's got a vengeance. Bridget yeah, no, so I, I, I went and found Mr. Breakfield, and I was like, just so you know, this is exactly how it came out of the case. And he, like, he kind of laughed at it and he said, you know, he understood that I wasn't the one who did it. Um, and, th but it was even better right when I was like turning away to walk away from Mr. Breakfield, Grayson comes up behind me and his had the exact same bend as mine. I was supposed to be there. Just put a mellophone. No, 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 no. It's a defect in the case. Oh, the case like they, if you um when we go on marching band trips the instruments go in trailers like not very securely packed like we really really depend on those cases being of high quality 
I mean, I've I've personally dropped the the French horn that I own down a flight of stairs before, and it hasn't had a scratch on it. Like that's how good those cases are supposed to be. So that case has a problem where, like, if you hit the corner of it, like you would do if you were packing it in with three dozen other instruments, um, then it actually won't stop the top of the bell from getting dented. So yeah, it I a year later I got vindication. Like, I, I didn't bring up what happened last year, but I assume Mr. Brakefield knows now it was the exact same bend. Um, so, yeah, I assume he knows that that was not, in fact, me that did that. It really was how I opened it and got it out of the case last year. So I was I was kind of happy that that happened. Well, yeah. Finally get that. Actually, I don't know where I was going with that. And so what are they going to do with them? Are they like, going to leave it like with the same cases and hope they don't get bent back if they fix it? They, um, yeah, they had them fixed, and then, um, it was funny, the day that they got them, they took them to get fixed, it was, like, in the middle of our morning, our morning session's, like, four hours, and then it's, like, a two-hour afternoon session after lunch, so it was in the middle of the morning session, and Breakfield's just, like, Kaufman and Grayson come up here, and he always says Kaufman instead of Kaufman, but I, I go up there, and Grayson does... And the, uh, the, the guy from the repair shop is there, and Brakefield just tells us to put our instruments in our cases and give them to him. And he started having us take our cases outside to the field with us. So we just do that. And then, like, I kind of looked around, like, to see if there were other mellophones. There were no other mellophones. We had to hold our hands up in an imaginary horn position for, like, an hour and a half. What? Oh, wow, geez. What would be the point of that? It sounds so stupid. <laughs> well because because like you have to remember we're marching around so like we were still working on our marching but like uh, everyone else was playing and we were just marching it was kind of nice because i didn't have you know a big heavy instrument to hold up but it was annoying uh, after lunch uh during lunch breakfield went and drove to the high school and picked up two of the older mellophones for us to use um but i don't know why he couldn't have done that beforehand uh, I, I I guess if it's like band camp, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be so weirded out by it. But that was like during school or something. I'd feel a little weird doing that. Yeah, uh, I've never had um, an instrument like that where it can just bend like pretty easily. Mine was well, what instrument did you I had a clarinet, and you know that it's just completely straight and just like twist yeah, off the pieces. Yeah, well, those are also it's the material. Those are like wood, right? Uh, they make wood ones. Wind? I had... Or was it, like, plastic? I, well, I don't know. Like, I had a bad one first that was, like, plastic. But then if I would have stayed with it, there was a, we were going to get an actual wood one. Yeah, so that was when you break them, like, it's it breaks. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah. The problem with brass, like, if you, like, touch it, then it dents. And, like, if you, like, it, it it's really easy to scratch and dent brass instruments. So that, yeah... I guess, like, the woodwind, the problem with woodwinds are their pads can get messed up, like, if they get wet. Oh, uh, yeah, that sucks. So whenever it whenever it rains, all the woodwinds get to go put their instruments away, but the brass has to keep playing. <laughs> that sounds so stupid. Does, does it not sound, like, a lot worse without the woodwinds? Oh, I guess it's band camp. Um, I'm, uh, I mean, it's just, like, half, I mean, it's just emptier. Uh-oh. I, I'm glad um, I almost wanted to play well i did want to play trumpet but like i could not even get a little bit of sound to come out of it so i'm just like eh might as well just do clarinet instead i think i'll do better well i couldn't get 
I could, I can still not get any sound out of a woodwind instrument. Like you need to know how to buzz to play a brass instrument, yeah. but you really need to push a lot more air to do woodwind. So I kind of think it's a little weird that when people just be fine playing one, not the other. I don't know. I mean, well, they're completely separate. Like well, I could yeah. play trumpet or tuba or something, but like woodwind instruments, like it's a completely different way that the instrument works. Also, woodwinds. Like, you don't have to worry about your Amish or you push down the buttons to make a note come out and you just blow. <laughs> That's pretty easy. Brass, we only, yeah, brass, we only have three buttons. So it's a lot less air, but, like, you have to use your mouth to make the note come out. Um, so, yeah, that happened. And then today, it was kind of, today's my birthday, um, for anyone oh. unaware. Good birthday. Woo. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, it's funny, nobody at Bandcamp knew it was my birthday. Last week, it was some random color guard girl's birthday, and when we were in Block, Breakfield had us all sing happy birthday. Uh, I, I, Not even Michael knew it was my birthday today. It was the middle of lunch, I'm just like, yeah, so it's my birthday today. And he was like, oh, happy birthday. Yeah, whatever. Like, not, not one person. Get back to my jello now. And then you need to like um, get over to him and just be like, hey, Breakfield, I need to <laughs> do something tomorrow. No. Yeah, well, it was nice. It was a nice sort of birthday surprise today. The uh, the nice mellophones were done getting fixed. So Ooh. they swapped those out. Once again, in the middle of rehearsal, um, he's just like, Kaufman, Summers, come over here. And he just had us put our other ones away and get the new ones out. And actually, I put the uh, repair guy left me and Grayson's mellophones right next to each other, right? Yeah. So I go, but me and Grayson's other mellophones that we were using at the time were separate because we don't sit next to each other during water breaks. Um, so I go and get my old mellophone, I put it in the case, and I put the old mellophone's case where the new one's case was, right? Yeah. Does he take it? And I'm expecting Grayson to do the same thing. But then when I go in to lunch, I, like, kind of look back at the field. or in yeah, um, Grayson's wasn't there anymore. It was just mine sitting there. Was this stolen? <laughs> Well, I no, don't understand. I don't. I think Grayson might have either taken his in or Breakfield took it in. But then I'm like, oh, okay. I got back from lunch. I'm like, all right. Um, when we're done, then I'll ask Breakfield if he wants me to take my mellophone back in. And I moved it. I before it was like five feet from Mr. Breakfield's podium, and I put it right underneath his podium, so that like it. even, so that nobody can miss it. Yeah. Um. So I make a mental note. A uh, mental note. Of course. Um. I forget. And so I actually just realized I was I got home and Kirsten was like, "Hey, happy birthday! How was Bandcamp?" I was like, "Oh, it was fine. I got the new Melophone back and the old one." Oh, and it was at that moment I realized I didn't bring the old Melophone inside and I didn't ask if Break uh, if Breakfield Ooh, wanted me to bring it inside. That sucks. So I'm like, I mean, I'm pretty sure he would have seen it because it was literally under his podium, but like I'm hoping that. He's not ticked off that I left it there. Ah, uh, so you didn't go back there and just see if it was still under there? No, because I was already home, like, and I'm yeah, in a carpool. Yeah, kind of far. Oh, okay, well. Um, so, yeah. Um, hoping like that... it's a populated area where there's going to be a bunch of people there. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like I said, I'm almost positive that someone would have seen it. It's just like, yeah, like, I probably should have brought it back in, but... He didn't tell me to, so like yeah, I've got him for it. it. It never, it doesn't even have my name tag on it, 
like the the new one still has my name tag on it so like i'm not really <laughs> just going just going there and write grayson on it just run <laughs> off <laughs> yeah i mean i swear but yeah it was nice to switch those out because for one thing the new metal phones are actually lighter like somehow they made them slightly shorter so that it's easier to like lift them up and down and also like somehow they just eliminated weight like through some evolution of brass instruments they use like so, uh, different different types maybe, of brass yeah it, or it might just not have as much dirt in it <laughs> that could be it's brand new but yeah um and then also the valves actually move Ooh. now does uh, like the old one band camp go all the way till school starts pretty much yep oh wow still a long ways to go yeah, band camp, for anyone who doesn't know, is pretty much like school, except band is the only class. So it's not the worst thing in the world. It's actually been super nice weather this week. There's been tons of clouds. It's been nice and breezy. Like, I haven't felt like I wanted to throw up once. I mean, I guess if you're, like, going out at the beginning of the day, yeah, I just know I don't, I don't go outside. What's the point? No, but, like, 6 or, like, 7, when it starts to get just a little bit dark, I'm going, it's been really hot and, like, humid. And that, I can't yeah. stand... That just makes it like hard to breathe when you're like doing stuff. That involves yeah. a little bit of muscle movement. Last year it was super humid. This year it hasn't even been. I know over the weekend it was really hot, but like the weekdays have been really nice. Um, in June it was horrible during summer school. It was actually really hot, but yeah, it's been really nice for band kids. It's starting to cool down for fall, I guess. Yeah. So um, I don't think you were on the podcast when me and Devin discussed our marching band show for this year. Uh, I doubt it. I mean, I could have. It's the theme is rain. What? How is that even gonna work? I don't even understand. What's like? Well, um, Donald has a like a solo type thing for somewhere over the rainbow. Yeah. Apparently, that's what the name of the song is. I thought it was somewhere under the rainbow, but apparently not. I think you're mixing different songs, maybe. I mean, you can't go over a rainbow. Oh, no, but I guess you can go under a rainbow. I've never gone under a rainbow. I've never been able to catch one. So you're not thinking of, like, Under yeah, the Sea, whatever. Little Mermaid? A classic Ooh. hit. I've got, a, um, I've got a picture of a big rainbow that I saw on Telegraph once when Michael and I were going to get some computer stuff from Best Buy. And I, yeah, that'll be in the link dump, a rainbow. <laughs> but yeah, um... Almost all of the Melophone, like 90% of the Melophone part in this year's show is Rain, Rain, Go Away. Are you serious? That sounds really, like, boring to me, at least. Yeah, I think I, I told you that at your party yesterday. But yeah, and most of it's in a minor key even. So it's, like, sad, and it's, like, just Rain, Rain, Go Away, and then it just moves on to some other section. Sounds like loads of fun. It- yeah, and I mean, we never have, like, the actual melody. We um, Melophones are altos, and altos usually have the counter melody anyway. But, yeah, um, yeah, almost all of it is Rain, Rain, Go Away. So, yeah, um, I'm, I've got Rain, Rain, Go Away stuck in my head all the time now, and that will be stuck in my head for the next year yeah, at least or so. Yeah, still be set. I mean, if it's that easy to do, I guess. Yeah. Actually, not. Oh, yeah, except also... I remember my freshman year, it wasn't just me. Nobody in the mellophone section, like, we all had to strain to get a high F out. And now, we've got, like, high Gs all over the place. This is, like, twice and, as hard? And it's like, rain, rain, go away. It's huh? like, oh, shoot. Are you guys going to have problems with that? It's high Gs? I mean, 
Well, no. the The cool part is we can actually hit them most of the time. Now. Oh, I, I thought you were gonna go. Like, so like we could barely hit the high Fs. High Gs are gonna be impossible. Yeah. Well, it was really cool. Like if you go and listen to our show from 2012, then well, it was 2012. No, it was 20. 20 something. Let's go. I don't know. If you listen to it's 2014 this year. So yeah, it was 2012. So if you go and listen to the Oakville's 2012 show, you'll hear. Whenever like the melophones have high notes, it doesn't sound quite right. Um, but like it's cool. It's not just that I've I was a freshman and now I'm a junior. It's Grayson too. Like our entire section has gotten better. So if you listen back cool. and forth, you know there's a huge difference of performance yeah. quality. I mean we we even got a lot better last year, but but yeah, it's we've definitely improved. <sighs> but yeah, very very high rain rain go away. Is our most of our but is everyone else doing it? It is kind of all over the place, doing whatever. <laughs> I mean, um, I don't know. I don't have their part. The I I'll, I will tell you one thing. It sounds really empty right now because the guy who has the piano solo in a marching band show they put a piano solo in a marching band show. The guy who has the piano <laughs> the the guy who has the piano solo hasn't even been to band camp yet because he's on vacation or something. How are you gonna do a get a piano into a marching band? Well, it's in the pit. Which makes me really mad. The year before I was in high school, in 2011, and before that, Oakville used to have a timpani, um, like a set, you know, a timpani set in the front ensemble. So, you know, there's like a bunch of xylophones in the front of the field um, during the marching band show. Yeah. So there used to be timpanis there. And my freshman year, they're like, oh, let's get rid of these timpanis and let's have electric keyboards instead. Our timpanis are like what are timpanis exactly? They're like they're large drums that make like actual pitches rather than just drum noises. How can you get like a keyboard to like replace that? Like they they turn it on to synthesizer mode normally. So it's like instead of having a timpani, like it's pretty much just to make a sound bigger. But mm. I guess you can't have those drums forever. Got to get advanced sometime. Yeah, welcome to marching does, band. Does it sound good? I I mean, yeah, it sounds good, but it's not legit. Like you know, it, it's 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 cheating. <laughs> All bands do it. We're not the only one who who we're not the only ones who do it. But yeah, it's like we we use synthesizers to make us sound louder. We we use flags to make us look bigger. Like it's freaking ridiculous. Next, you're just gonna like doing the lip syncing stuff the instruments, not lip syncing, <laughs> but. You're not even gonna be Have playing speakers in the instruments, yeah. <laughs> Just based on how well you can move your fingers. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, um, that should be interesting. So now that I bored you with that for half an hour, you're not in band. Let's talk about uh, something else. But uh, oh, um, <laughs> got anything? I'm working on that. So. Actually, when you came to a party, I we noticed something was missing. I have nothing interesting. Might as well figure something. We actually took apart our trampoline out there, and I, I don't know. I never used it. It's been like at least like two years since the last time I even jumped on it once. Oh my god! How did I not notice that that was missing? I don't know. I mean, you were out there playing with playing washers where the thing yeah. was. But wow! But that that was, that was annoying. I guess we haven't ever done anything with it, and it's all rusted when we're trying to take it apart. Everything is rusted. So you have to like 
don't know, you have to like step on a piece. Like once we finally got the edges out and it's just the base metal part, you had to do all kind of kicking and stuff just to get it apart. It's annoying a lot. I'm just yeah. trying to figure out what to do with it. And then, like yesterday or to today, I have an urge to jump on it again. <laughs> Oh. And like, it's not like, I don't know, I don't think trampolines are super fun at this point. There's better things I could be doing, like Minecraft. I'm sure I can yeah. get a trampoline there with the right setup. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that that was fun. You, you can come over to my house. Our trampoline is still up. It has, it's its net is like half torn down, <laughs> but I tested it out the other day. It still works. I can't imagine it could have got any better. I mean, like, I don't know, three years ago, whatever, it was awful. <laughs> Well, no, but it wasn't. I like, mean, that good. Yeah. Well, I did jump on it like a week ago for some reason. I was like out watching Rascal. I'm like, hey, there, there's a trampoline in my yard. Yeah, mine so I jumped on it. it. It did not collapse. Yeah, you know the uh, swing set that we've got. Yeah, that's like it's wood, and the wood is like rotting, and all the nails are rusted. So like, like we don't know how to safely take it down. It just like burn it. No one notice. <laughs> I I can't think yeah. it'd be like too bad. You can't. Uh, I don't know. So you're planning on taking down the entire thing? Hmm. Well, we've. It's one of those things that we've been planning on doing for five years. It's like we plan on fixing the leakage in our basement. Maybe if you'd like when we move out five years ago, if you'd actually pulled through, it wouldn't have been so rotted. <laughs> yeah. This is your own doing. I'm I'm sure there shouldn't be a hard way to do it. The, at the at least, yeah, you like saw it open. That could be pretty cool. I mean, we, like the thing is, we could probably just kick it down at this point. But like the nails are dangerous. Get some, get some sealed boots. That's how you do it. <laughs> just go and buy a full of that just to kick your swing set. <laughs> we'll definitely do that. But I finally achieved success. Work. I'm gonna be famous now. What for the swing set thing? Yes. Oh. I wasn't sure if that was Taught a segue into another. A valuable life lesson. I'm getting sick though. All this stupid soda. I wish it was gone. It's so much. Well, just stop drinking. But, but it's there. It's it's in the kitchen. It's mocking me. We've got a ton of soda in our garage right now. Cause back when I had all of you guys over for this place production, my mom went out and got like a ton of soda. And then, you know, I don't really like having anything that could attract bugs in the basement so like um when you guys um when we do the live stream and i you guys all get pizza and sodas the pizza is probably going to be fresh but you can know that the sodas have been sitting out in the hot garage for um, okay I, I wish i would have known this though like i knew you had soda guys you bought extras for us i, I probably would have um, yeah. been more inclined to take one i guess yeah, well, like, yeah. I don't know. You can have one at the voice acting session this weekend. Just gonna stop by and just take a soda every day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, feel free. I don't know. I, I'm, I've always been one for, like, special kinds of sodas. Like, like, like Sprite and Coke. Those are, like, good, good, I guess. Like, if I had to choose, I want to get fancy with it. Like, an orange yeah. soda. What's that, um... The one that starts with F. Fanta? No, 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 no. Way too mainstream. I'm talking about, like, it's an older one. It's, like, kind of citrusy. It's, like, sort of orange, but not really. Um, I would have quit talking about. What? 
I know there were two sodas. One of them started with an S. One of them started with an F. There were just like really old citrus sodas um, that my dad brought home for us one day when we were grilling outside, and it, they, they were like good. glass bottles and stuff. Still, no, 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 no. Like they weren't actually old, but they well, were like old style brands. Like some they places. Were in cans. Okay, like like I've been to like some of those older places, and they'll just like. They'll keep them in like glass and stuff just to keep their uh, oldness or that vintage. That was really cool. Like in fifth grade when we had like the like the old style dance or whatever that we did, they had root beer in glass bottles and that was neat. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Yes, I I don't think our school did anything cool like that. I was at a broke elementary school. Broke elementary. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Like it was all. It was really like not that good of a school. That's a strange, uh, strange name. What? No, it's not the name of it. What? Oh, <laughs> I, was, I was like, I thought you were in the Melville district. No, no, I no, I didn't go to elementary school like, there. I went to Bayless. I, I switched to Melville in sixth grade. Yeah, because I like I thought that you were like might have went to another district for elementary school. Yeah, but. But yeah, I was like broke elementary. Like we've got point, we've got beer bomb, uh, we've got I can't remember what the other one is, but there are a lot of strange elementary school names in Melville. You could find like, them like broke. That. <laughs> no, but like Blades is one. Oh yeah, and actually I don't know another one. Is Rogers in Melville? Or is that not Yeah, but that name's not weird. I don't know. Well, it depends how much like the name well, okay, then I guess it's not weird. Whatever. Then there's the best elementary school in the Melville district, which is Trotwine. Trotwine, I don't believe I've actually like seen really. I've I. It is an accelerated school. Really? Is it that good? Yeah, yeah. I I I went there in third grade, and then we moved, and then I went to Point for fourth grade, and I relearned all the stuff that I had learned in third grade at Trotwine. Oh wow, that's that's crazy. I went to Point. I think that's the only elementary school I've actually been inside. Well, actually, no, I've been to Woolwind. Hmm. Point is a little weird. I just remember going in there because I did, like, tutoring and stuff there. I got the stupidest uh, thing. You know, they got, like, the... I don't know if a lot of schools do this, but, like, it's, like, a bus pass. No, not a bus pass. If you get a ride from a parent, you have to, like, just, like, take this, like, cart out. And I don't know if your parent has a card or something that matches. Or I don't know. But you yeah. have to kill these cards with you. And I don't understand it. Yeah. I remember those uh, from when I went to Point. It's funny. They make you have those cards if you're riding home with someone in a car. But if you're, like, walking home or riding a bike, it's fine. You can just go. <laughs> just leave. No one cares. Yeah. Be strange whatever. But I don't understand, like, what you do with them. Just take like, them home I with think you? that your parents have one like in their windshield. Oh. So like if someone really cared, if they're like, oh, little Jimmy is a, a gotcha. looking I mean, at a suspicious. I'm just assuming that you'd like know what your parents' cardboard is gonna look like. Yeah. And I guess if you're like in like first grade that might be different, but he's gonna a first grader just walk out <laughs> Whatever, go home now. You're done. Like the doors on them. Yeah, I guess they didn't really let kindergartners pride their. Bikes I never got used to know that how they we did security things. We have to like check in. I did that almost every day except for like Friday, and I never got 
What do you mean? Like, you have, you have to, to like, do the intercom. They look at your face. You got to talk to them. Uh, yeah. I never get over, like, the awkward feeling of it. <laughs> I just cannot. How, why do you need to do that? They, like, well, they, they want to show that you're there for a good reason. Oh, when you did Yeah, the not when I walked in. Oh. They just had the doors unlocked. I thought you meant, point. like, I thought you meant at the high school. Now, I've done that a couple times when I've been late. That's about yeah. it. And honestly, I'm pretty sure they left. They leave some of the doors just unlocked if you go through, like, the right doors. Yeah. Just unlocked. The high school, what's funny about the high school, you know, they've got that little uh, measly guard tower. <laughs> the the then that's, like, right in the front. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it, it's, like, normally you would have those arms that, like, lower to stop cars, but, like, it doesn't have any arms. It's just a tiny little guard booth. And they just, like, and, expect uh, you to stop. Well, there's this woman, you know... I, maybe you don't know the woman yeah. who directs traffic on the right side after school, like the directs the buses out. Yeah. I don't know what her actual job is. I saw her walking around in the school during summer school, but during the school year, she literally sits in that guard booth like all day, every day. I mean, she's the she's the secured. Um, my dad sometimes used to pick me up for orthodontist, and he would drive in. One day, he like he would always just drive past the booth and not stop, and then one day. The lady, like, went and stood in the middle of the road when we were on our way out. And then she was like, you f like, she, all she said was, like, you drove right past me and, like, just left. And walked back into her little <laughs> Just booth. left. Like, them. she didn't, do she, yeah, she, like, you drove right past me. Like, she didn't say, oh, you're gonna have to get a warning for that. No, you drove right past me. Like, as it, like, she was implying that we were supposed to stop, right? Yeah, I mean, um, I've never stopped. Ever. Yeah, on the way back, what we did was we drove in through the side entrance, which is supposed to be closed, but for some reason that day it wasn't. So we drove in through the side entrance, and then we drove around to the front, and she totally saw us, but my dad just dropped me off and then drove back out through the side entrance. <laughs> That's pretty much pointless. <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah, they really need to, like... Yeah, that's an expendable. I don't know, like, right what there. the point of. I mean, they have like they have the police officer there. <laughs> you just like traffic guard. Yeah. That's just letting me. I mean, <laughs> literally, you just be gone. In her little orange. I'm like, you, you'll just go up to her. And you're like, what are you doing here? Even if they like ask like that, you'd say, I'm picking up my kid or something. Then they just like, what's the point? They'd let you in no matter what. Yeah. Remember or remember? Um, one time Trina picked me up. Trina and David picked me up from um from school one day for an orthodontist appointment and like the people in the office thought they were my parents <laughs> and like anyone listening to the podcast um my half sister trina and her boyfriend david um who are currently on australia right now but they they're like significantly younger than like my you know my parents and like trina has got like piercings and tattoos and stuff and like David looks nothing like me at all, and um, it yeah it was just really funny. It's like they've got they've been talking about since the shootings last year. They've been talking about oh security this security that we've got all this stuff to keep your kids safe, and everyone's like we don't care, and they're like well you're gonna deal with it anyway, and and then they've just got like that. My parents have gone in to pick me up like plenty of times for like appointments and things, and then like two random people in their 30s walk in to get jacob kaufman oh call him down <laughs> just be like oh, oh you're back nice to see you again <laughs> just be yeah like, I don't know. if there's like 300 people i mean i guess you won't always know but i don't know yeah but like it just goes to show even if you've got cameras you know a bad guy can walk up to the camera and say i'm here to pick up my son <laughs> i got 
<laughs> Easily. If you were to take little little Billy to the dentist, anyone could say that. Like, I guess, like, if you're, it's more to, like, oh, your children are going to be safe here with these things, more for them not to protect us, in my opinion. I mean, like, I've even gone in, and sometimes they don't even, like, ask who you are. Like, I've gone to elementary school, and they don't even, like, ask. They'll just be like, oh, yeah. unlock the door. And then, like, I, sometimes, like, I've gone and not even checked in at the office, just, like, whatever, and just walked past, and they still don't know anything. Yeah. You think at that point they might yeah. say something? Yeah, but you know, all of that's okay because even if someone with a gun walks in, we're all wearing lanyards and those will stop a bullet. That's our true yield. can't take them off. Yeah. No, but like, honestly, if someone was going to come in with a gun, they could probably bust a door open or the full front side. Those are all like windows. You just bust one of those down if you really wanted to cause problems too. <laughs> Second semester last year. Uh, was intro to programmable robotics and granted that is no longer a class anymore because the office decided well actually no the office was totally up with it um but then like the student body there were like 11 of us at like it was what was it two four six eight there were nine of us in that class and um and like it sucked it was completely unorganized and it was like fun but, like, as a class, it was not organized at all. So, like, nobody signed up for it because they all heard from the nine people in the class how, like, subjective the grading was and everything. And so um, so they discontinued that class. But for the second semester of last year, a lot of times we would be out in, like, the tech hallway near Jim B yeah. running robots around. And whenever – there were so many times that random people came up to that back door and, like, they would knock on the door and – I would look at Kling, and Kling would say, open it. And yeah, I'd just go over it and open it. Like, and that's against school policy, but like, you know, if a teacher tells you, open the door, and like sometimes like a janitor would walk over and open it. Like, it's not just us. If anyone in the school sees someone trying to get in, they're going to open the freaking I mean, door, because we're not rude people. Do they usually look like younger, like students still? Not students. What? Like, some of them, a lot of them were parents picking up their kids from Tiger Tots. Oh, uh, all right. Well, still, like, why they, I don't know, that's kind of stupid. Why would they just be picking them up from the back, though? Like, is it, shouldn't it just be, because like... Because Tiger Tots is, like, right uh, upstairs from yeah, the tech but hallway. I'd figure that'd be, like... And then all the, like, a ton of little toddlers would walk by all the robots and... Pass them up. One time, one of the teams, one of the teams had their tracking program, like, going after one of the kids. And then the kid, like, slipped and fell. And the robot was going towards him. It must have been pretty scary. <laughs> Just starts crying. That's when you'd feel the worst. Yeah. No, I think he was having fun with it. He just fell. Uh, yeah, that was a fun class, but like, there was no curriculum. It's like Mr. Klang would say, "All right, do this," and then he'd we'd start to do it, and he'd be like, "Oh, don't do it that way. Do it this way," and then we'd do it the first way anyway. And it would do what he wanted it to, and then he'd be happy because it did what he wanted so it to. So pretty much, as long as you get the end goal, you pretty much have the freedom to do whatever you want. Yeah, you can do it however you want. It, like, he would say, alright, you need to make a, your robot follow the wall using this sensor, and you would just have, like, a day to write the program. And it was funny, I, my partner always worked on the robot, because I'm always, I'm kind of, I'm not clumsy, but, like, I'm not good with small parts. Um, so my partner would always like put all the sensors on the robot and then I would always program it all because my partner had no idea how to program it. And then for the last, for the final exam in that class, um, we had already taken apart all the robots, um, even cause you know, just in case anyone ever needed to use the parts again. 
and the entire exam was on programming. Oh. So my partner, yeah, my partner was screwed. And I feel bad because, like, he was not slacking off. We were sharing the work 50-50. He was doing his part. I was doing my part. Um, I was not, like, I was not doing his job or anything. But, yeah, he absolutely, like, I showed, he was like, so uh, does it look like I did it right at all? And, like, there were so many, like, he got the words right, but none of the punctuation was right. I was like, you know, the computer can't read line breaks. He's like, huh? I'm like, when you press enter, the computer doesn't know that. That's why you have to put semicolons at the end of every line. Oh. And he looks at it, and he's like, oh, yeah, I didn't do that, did I? <laughs> and then every time I do the same thing. But the sad part is Kling probably didn't notice. <laughs> Just gets like an A+. Plus. Good enough. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yeah, Kling's classes are really fun. You get a lot of freedom, um, but you do have to be able to adapt to the changing criteria. So yeah, getting pretty close to the end of our podcast here. I wanted to add, I had one more thing to tell about Star Trek from last week. I forgot. Um, I When I was looking up the Star Trek movie 5 um, that sucked because of the reasons I listed last podcast, um, the person who made the music for the Star Trek movies was actually Jerry Goldsmith. And I, re I recognized the name Goldsmith, and I uh, looked it up, and Jerry Goldsmith's son, Joel Goldsmith, um, he actually made the music for the Stargate franchise. Uh -huh. So I thought that was That's neat. pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Is, like, the music even similar-ish? Um, no, not at all. I mean, like, it. I guess it's... it's I mean, no. Like, they're separate themes, you know. Oh, Star yeah. Trek has its theme. And, like, the um, the theme for the Star Trek movies was not the original theme. It was the theme that they also used for the next generation of Star Trek. So that was interesting. That was just about it. Anything else to talk about this week? Mm, I've got nothing left. All right. Guess we'll wrap it up with our relationship advice segment. All right. So. This. <laughs> all right. Hit it. Um, so this week is a pretty simple one. I was going to tell, I, I guess, Devin's not here, so I can probably tell the story. And I know I always say this isn't the gossip cast, but Devin, Devin's on the inside. He knows when we're saying things about him. So uh, during summer school, I told you guys about how we started yelling at each other more and more and more. And eventually, like, we just totally both blew up about it, and Devin tackled people, and I was just like, all right, I'm not going to yell at Devin anymore. Um, but even after that, we kind of distanced each other during summer school. Like, I started going and making other friends. Or not making other friends, but, like, standing next to other people. And uh, Devin started... There was, like, one other person in the class that he really knew. And it was... Um, you know, never mind. I'm not going to tell this segment. So, that was episode, what, 11? Yes. That was episode 11 of the Nerd on the Street podcast. Remember, guys, if you have any questions, why don't I log in? You keep the people entertained for 10 seconds while I go and check our... So we can maybe keep the people entertained with a mastermind here. Well, then, all right. All right, we do not have any new emails. Good job keeping them entertained. I, I do my best. I try. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, oh, we need to do a live stream at some point, but... Yeah, that's um, outside the scope of this podcast. So yeah, that's episode 11. We talked about Bandcamp. We talked about school. Uh, we talked about Star Trek a little bit. Not really. Adam talked about his Enough. plans. Yeah. So yeah, that is episode 11. Guess we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.